been lit, boy. Everything goes. We now return you to regular programming. All right, so we are on. We have Rudy in the house. We have Noah in the house. It's a, it's a loud crowd today. I, I think number one that we can all say right now is that this freaking virus sucks really bad because I miss sports. Uh, yeah, it really does. Hey, I can say I miss you guys too. I don't get to see you guys anymore either. I don't get to see anybody, man. We passed by work today, and it's just like it's weird driving if you have to go get stuff. You know, it's just everything's empty. You know, this whole world's a mess. I mean, just the other day it was 80 degrees or 70 degrees here. Yeah, you look snowing. out the window, it's snowing right now. It's like a weird snow, though. It's like warm out today with wind, but now it's snowing. That's the end of the world. End of the world snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The way everything's going, that's what it feels like. Rudy, how's your quarantine been going? Uh, not bad. I mean, my kids drive me crazy, but other than that, I'm pretty good. How about you guys? It's going, man. I mean, I think every day it's just like it's, it's like today was one of those days, man. Where I was I was just so bored. I, I mean, the same for everyone. I think like to an extent, you know, video games get boring after a while. You know, just it's just you sitting there thinking all day if you don't have any family. You don't, you don't realize how much you miss work until you don't have it. Well, I don't work at Dick's, but my other job, I still have to go to work every day. So, well, I'm back. I actually miss working at Dick's. Yeah, I'm back. I'm actually, I only missed a week, but, you know, it's just, we don't know how long we're going to be working. That's the scary part. Uh, yeah, it's definitely trying times right now. Yeah, and you, you hear about people who still sucks. haven't got their unemployment check, haven't got the PIN number even for the claim. You know, some people got their stimulus before the unemployment. Some I just people filed. haven't got anything yet. I just filed yesterday. And the worst part is that the thing, any time we go through any kind of, like, the one thing you would escape to is sports. And you can't even escape to that anymore. You know, but the good thing is, is next week we got the draft. I mean, that's going to go on. And it, that's going to yeah, be Yeah, thank something. goodness. It's not to delay that. It's funny because, like, me and Noah play Madden franchise. And so, like, every after every offseason, there's a mock, there's a draft, like a virtual draft where you see the players' names. And somebody took a photo of that and was like, this is what this year's draft is going to look like. It's going to be you pick someone yep. just like the draft in Madden. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm <laughs> at those Thursday night Jets and Jaguars games, I'm going to appreciate them a lot more than I used to now. <laughs> now that you have no sports. You know, the governor of Los Angeles just came out last night, and he said that uh, in, in California they're talking about no sporting events, no any, no concerts, nothing like that until May of next year. Wow, I mean, you look look what happened in Japan. You know, they they tried to start their basketball uh, baseball season, and they ended up having people getting relapsed over there. They have more cases now, and it, it, they just shut the whole country down again. China, they tried wow. to open up the basketball season, and now they said they're pushing that back till July. And you think about it, say NFL does start next year. I don't think we're gonna have baseball this year, but if NFL goes on next year and NBA goes, that sucks for NBA too. We'll get to that, but I, I guarantee you, it's gonna be a year next year of football without fans. And it's going to be the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. Just have fans isolate them. Distant fans. But you know what? That's Every the, other seat. Yeah. Th- that's one of the things I'm, I'm thinking about baseball as far as I don't think it's going to happen because they're talking about a short season. They're talking about having no fans. I mean, can we rule out NBA at this point in hockey? Yeah. But, but you, you think about baseball in general. 35% of their revenue is from the gate sales. 
you know, there's a lot of teams like the Yankees. I think it's the Mets. There's a, c- a couple teams out there that own their TV rights, so they're going to make money off TV. But what about the teams that don't? Look at all the teams that play for SF, um, was it uh, Fox Sports 1? Yeah. They're not getting paid. That's so, crazy, man. like, these teams aren't going to, they're not going to recover from this. It, and me and Noah were talking about this today. I think about businesses that just opened. Like, in our area, like, we have a few stores that just opened up. Like, right before the coronavirus. That's out the window. Like, Dave, you're, you're, Dave and Buster's. Dave and, they, they, they Dave even, and Buster's. didn't even open yet. I, well, we were talking about Boot Barn Day. Boot it. Barn just opened up. There's a lot of warehouse jobs around here. They might not even be able to. I mean, they have been open for like, what, yeah. maybe a month? They don't got the money to pay rent there. Yeah. This is crazy to think about that like, the world is at like a halt right now. Like, yeah, this, this is something that we'll probably never, ever see again. And, right? now, and now they're ordering places to push you away if you don't have a mask on. I was saying to Noah today, I said, we walked into PetSmart with mask on. I said, have you ever imagined in your life that we would have to walk into a store with a mask on? That's something you see in movies. Well, I said you grocery shopping the other day. Some apocalyptic type stuff. That's exactly it. It's just, yeah. it's crazy, man. But I mean, you think about even like 9-11, you know, what did they miss? Maybe a week of sports? Yeah. And then they jumped right back into mm-hmm. it. But this is a total oh, shutdown of every sport. I mean, even golf. Everything is gone. It's just that it spreads so quick and so easily that it's just you have to take these precautions. I'm ready to turn in my man card and start knitting <laughs> just to do something. Now, I've been watching a lot of sports <laughs> miracles plays and stuff on YouTube. I'm, j- I'm just missing it. I tried watching that uh, that horse competition. <laughs> How's that? It, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, you have money. So, like, we still have, like, they have, like, better camera quality. It's all, like, glitchy and stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm not watching this. <laughs> you know, I, I saw a, a crazy stat that was on uh, one of the radio stations I was listening to today. They said the Kansas City Chiefs might have actually saved millions of people's of lives over in California by winning the Super Bowl. Because two days after the Super Bowl, California had their first case of the coronavirus. And could you imagine if they would have won and had parades and parties the whole nine yards? That's true. How bad that would have spread. Yeah. It's actually a good point. Especially then. Yeah. Good thing Seattle. Not sound like racist or anything. Like, there, there's a lot of racist Yeah. Well, Rudy, <laughs> the draft's coming up next week. Which I'm actually, that's actually, I feel like that's, before you get into that question, I feel like that's going to bring a lot of, positive vibes for people to oh, at least see something happen with their sports team yeah. well where do you want to see your team go in this draft uh it's tough i mean if that odell period was true i guess i would say offensive line but they're gonna need a, another wide receiver because then seeing them by himself it's not gonna, it's gonna cut it. like the backups that we have so I think wide receiver, but like I said earlier, the Vikings have a terrible track record of drafting wide receivers in the first round. That is true. But this year the yeah. draft is loaded with them. Yeah, but knowing the Vikings, they'll probably pick the wrong one because uh, <laughs> after all the years, I think of uh, was it uh, Troy Williamson, Cordero Patterson, yeah. and then uh, Treadwell. None of them are that good. Patterson is only good because, but as a receiver, he was terrible. Can can we talk a second about how Christian McCaffrey passed Ezekiel Elliott and being coming paid the highest running back in the league? I think it's deserved. 
Was he the only player? Uh, yeah. I mean, as a runner, like as just a pure running back, I'll I'll give the, the edge to Zeke. But all purpose, uh, it's like a different game now for running backs. They're, they have to be used a lot more in different areas. Well, let, let's and face it. Let's, overall, I give it to CMC. Let, let's face it. They haven't had a good quarterback there because let's face it, Cam's been hurt the last two years. They don't have their that's best. Their best receiver is Devin Funches. That's your that's your yeah. leading receiver. So when you target your running back 146 times a year, oh, that's not true. They got Robbie Anderson. No, Ty, I'm talking about well, now. Last, now I'm talking about last year. Yeah, he was in the Jets yeah. last year. McCaffrey was targeted 146 times last year. He was the second highest receiver no. last oh, year. No, no, I'm talking about like they just got Funches. Devin no. Funches has been there, Ty. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I was so confused. Like, I was so we'll, confused. We'll edit that out. I was no, we're not. I was. But like, that's so what confused. I'm saying. His, his stats, like, like I said in that in that little group thing that we had on uh, Facebook, you know, I said to Reinhardt, you know, as a rusher, he's only a 43 percent as far as efficiency rushing, which the league average is 47 percent. So he's not even above average as a runner. His but, biggest but I, thing I is like, catching. I, I feel like averaging a thousand yards rushing is good enough to but, be a good but running a back. But a thousand yards isn't like it was. 10 years ago, 1,000 yards, that led the league. Now you see guys getting 14, 13, 1,200 yards. Yeah, I mean, but there's not a lot of – you think about it too. There's a lot of teams split running backs. Yeah. Okay? You got Christian McCaffrey who is a corner piece. Like if you want to if you want to build this team, which they're currently doing, new head coach, new quarterback, some new receivers, Christian McCaffrey is a guy you want to lock down. He can run you 1,000 yards. He can receive you 1,000 yards. I think that's a great yeah, weapon to have. Yeah, but see the whole receiving thing? That that's that's inflated. You put him on a team with a good quarterback, good receivers. He's not getting targeted 142 times a year. I don't yeah, know about he, that. He, he had 102 receptions last year, which was second in the league behind Michael Thomas. I don't know about that. I do. Rudy, I, what do you I, think, Rudy? He's he's yeah. He's, that, that's, that is a lot for a running back, though. It is uh, it is all, a lot for a running back. But I feel like a, a dangerous weapon like that. Why not give him the ball? He can move. He can juke. He can make you miss. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the the one like. As we're talking about uh, the three group of guys, the one I worry about the most is Saquon because you notice he played a lot better when Eli Eli was behind because Eli mm-hmm. used, utilized him better than Daniel Jones. So if he plays the way he did with Jones last year, he's gonna be it's not looking too good, especially when they had that terrible offensive line already. Well, I said from the beginning, I don't think he's gonna stay in New York. I did. I, I just don't think New York gives him enough touches. New York's gonna be different. I don't know. With with, with they got a bunch of new offensive line. They got a whole new scheme coming in. I think Jason Garrett will be pretty good there. I'm not. I'm not as, as much Garrett as I don't like Jason Garrett. The running back. Yeah, he'll be a better coordinator than a coach. Yeah, they got they got, they got Mark Columba, who was the Cowboys' offensive line coordinator. He's there now. You've you've seen a lot of coaches too in this league that were head coaches terrible at it, and then they get a second chance to be like an offensive coordinator, defensive <laughs> coordinator, and next you know they're in the Super Bowl. But anyway, back to your whole thing. That's why I picked Saquon as my starter because I think Saquon is, is just the ultimate beast when it comes to running back. I pick it's Zeke because Zeke's a power back. Zeke's a good runner, and he can give you 60, 70 receptions. I just think McCaffrey, he does more damage as a, a screen, as a slot receiver, not as a running back. He's like an Alvin Kamara. But if you look into this, too, is injuries, too. I mean, has Zeke even been injured, really? Saquon's no. been injured at least twice. Zeke's problem is suspensions and holdouts. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if McCaffrey's been injured. Yeah, but but, but the thing with Barkley is, I mean, Barkley's been dealing with injuries the past two years. Hasn't he? Just, right. That's just he, last year. He had that one, though. What was it? I forget what it was. My thing with Barkley is I think Barkley is a great running back. I think he's going to be a great running back. I just think he needs to get more touches. I don't think they use him right. 
I think. Yeah, I mean, out of, like I said, out of the three, I think the best runner, just pure running back, is Zeke. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I, mean, you, yeah, I noticed that no one answered my other one that I put up though. I felt I feel I felt so bad Why? answering that. Kobe, though. you you can't not I answer. Kobe is still one. a good one. No, I know, but like I feel like I feel like I feel like nobody can be like Mike oh, cut Kobe. Michael, Kobe, and LeBron. And I didn't cut I didn't cut Kobe. I cut you LeBron. You can't cut Kobe. I cut LeBron because so I don't, did I. I don't think LeBron James plays defense. I said start Jordan and bench Kobe. Bench, Kobe can come off the bench. Actually, good dollar that in the finals. Yeah, no, I would agree. It's just like, who's going to say I'm going to cut Kobe after that's, everything that's, happened with that's him? That's tough choices, though. Those are three great players. Well, that's, that's the whole thing, you yeah, know? That's... They're always trying to compare those three players as who's the greatest of all time. I do I do think Kobe is, like, right there with James. He I think they're just two different sizes. I think Kobe can shoot well. He's great with the – he's great defender, too. I mean, his – when they were very, doing – Very clutch. Yeah, when they were doing that whole, like, what's that USA tournament thing? Was that the Olympics? Yeah. Um, his first day at practice, he play, He didn't take one offensive play. It was all defense he practiced on. Well, how about this one? Hopkins, Michael Thomas, and Julio Jones. I'm taking Hopkins and Michael Thomas. Julio Jones has dealt with injuries. He just kind of annoys oh, me with the whole contract extensions. But see, that's the whole thing, man. You could you could say one good thing about one, one bad thing about another, and you could say the same thing about each. It's tough. I would take and Hopkins that's the and fun, Thomas instantly. That's the fun thing about Hopkins those whole little things. Yeah. You know, just it's the past time and – because yeah, there's a lot of good things, man. I mean, Julio Jones, a healthy Julio Jones is tough to well, bench. Who, who, how about this one? How about this one? Rodgers, Drew Brees, or Tom Brady? Cut. Oh, that's not that tough to me. Cut, bench, uh, and, and uh, start. Start Rodgers, bench Brady. No, not bench Brady. I'm bench Brees, cut Brady. You're going to start Rodgers over all those three who's got declining no, numbers? I'm starting Brady. I'm starting Brady. No, but the thing with Brady, if you look Brady. at all three of their numbers, take out the Super Bowls. Take out the Super Bowls right there. The past three years, Brady's numbers are worse than all of those. All I'll of them. Breeze, but Brady's not on my team. I, would, I think I'd start Breeze and bench Rodgers and cut Tom Brady as much as he's the GOAT. Don't get me wrong. He's the uh, GOAT. I don't know. Rodgers hasn't looked that great. And uh, sorry to tell you, your boy Drew Brees last couple times has looked terrible. Yeah, that game against the Vikings, he looked really bad. I'll give you that. The game against the Vikings, he has looked terrible. But Drew Brees' numbers have not uh, gone down but yet. The one he's, thing, he's, going, he's still doing great. The one thing you can't take away from Rodgers, though, is he's Mr. Comeback. He's the fourth-quarter clutch machine. That's what I'm saying. Rodgers can start on my team, but... Yeah, I mean, nice. but not the last couple of years. I don't know. He's like, he hasn't looked the same the last couple of years. This year is that they finally have a defense and a good running game. Yeah, I I always just I hate going into the whole debate with Rodgers and Breeze because my biggest thing is they both have one Super Bowl. Breeze has all the almost all the record books, and has been to just as many playoff games. But yet people think Aaron Rodgers is so much better than Breeze all the time. It's always it's always Aaron Rodgers and Tom and Brady. Breeze stayed more healthy than him too. Nah, I don't even know why Aaron Rodgers talked about that much. Anyway. I know. I mean, you could even throw Russell Wilson ahead of him. If yeah, you to. I think he's overrated. I truly do. I think Russell Wilson's just underrated. Honestly. Let me ask. Yes. You, let me ask. I mean, you, he's let me... been to Super Bowls. He's carrying that team now. I would say There's he's. No boot, I would. No I would easily say he's better boot. than Aaron Rodgers. Been to two Super Bowls. He's got a Super Bowl title. He is a great playmaker. Like the, he's like a ballerina out there. Let me ask you this. It's annoying. <laughs> Who, who's going to have the better year if they do play this year? Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick. Tom Brady. I don't know. Right now, to me, it's looking like Tom Brady. You got some. You got he some got, weapons. He got weapons. Like they have left there. And the Patriots over there. You know, only thing that scares me about them is they don't have a good offensive line. And did they improve on defense? That too. Their defense isn't bad. I had. I heard a good. Great I heard a good point say too is, if you look at Tom Brady's teams with a couple of years, he does a lot of a dinking and dunks. 
So I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in, he can still throw the long ball, but I'm intrigued to see how much he does it. Uh, he's got Mike Evans and Godwin. Like, those are two deep threats. So I want to see if he still got it where he will throw a lot. But I, you know what? The thing is, is like you you said Belichick right away. No, I didn't. Who? Someone else said Belichick. I said Belichick. I tell you what, I think uh, that, I, mean, I think I think that division's up in the air. I think I think Buffalo's gonna be good. Oh, yeah. And don't don't count That's out Miami. Game. Fourteen picks in the draft this year. Three oh. first rounders. Miami's gonna yeah. be good. They, and, they, and you've seen Fitzpatrick be a good quarterback with good team help. And they turned it around late in the season last year. Yeah, that coach did not want to tank yeah. as much as everyone They're else wanted to. They lost a lot of games, but they, they were in most of them. Yeah. Played hard. I mean, I, just, I think Buffalo's going to be good again. The Jets, I mean, the Jets the, the Jets ended the season on a high note. Listen, yeah. the Jets have a good quarterback yeah. when he's healthy, Shout good young tight end. Le'Veon Bell's still on the team. I mean, they have traded away some defensive players, so I don't know really how their defense is looking, but that team can be good. And let's face it, New England's in cap hell. Is I, I don't. They can't. They can't. Honestly, I, I they don't, don't got money to get Cam. I wouldn't be surprised if you see them fit, tank and then end up getting Lawrence next year. See, but that quarterback that they drafted last year, they liked him coming into the preseason last year. A lot of receivers are praising him. Yeah, they, they I said, heard he's good. Yeah, they want him to. Well, they, they, they have them. To, they yeah, have them connected to freaking uh, the guy from uh, Cincinnati. That quarterback, oh, Andy Dalton. Yeah, oh, Andy Dalton. Yeah, it's just like Winston. I could see them. Rudy, did you see that video of Andy Dalton slinging the ball in his backyard? He didn't miss that square one time. Uh, I never I never thought he was a bad quarterback. Obviously his playoff record was trash. Cincinnati's horrible. He's player. never had a lot of weapons though. Adrian Green was always injured. He had Marvin Lewis. Yeah. They never had really the running backs are always inconsistent. Never had a really good run. Let's be real. Bernard was never a really good running back. Well Cincinnati hasn't been nah. good since Sam Weish was the coach. I think you put you put you take Andy Dolan who can still sling the ball. He's only like thirty something with Bill Belichick a mastermind as a playbook. The problem is, is that they still team. don't have any weapons to throw to, and that's always been their problem. Who would you rather have though, Winston or Dalton? Dalton. Yeah. I'll have like one Walker. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Rudy, would you rather have Winston or Dalton as your next QB? Yeah, but I don't know. You know what? I got to tell you what. That's I mean, one, his, that's, his ceiling is higher. Yeah. Uh, I will say Winston's ceiling is higher and maybe work with him. You get better. But if, if I had to take him right now, I would go with Dalton. But that's one stat they have to change in football. All those interceptions weren't that, his fault. That's a lot, though. But still. Yeah, that, I feel that, like if he like, hits the receiver in the hand. And then it like pops up, and then like, I, I think that should be like someone on the receiver. That's, yeah, that should be the receiver. I can tell you what, I've never thrown 30 interceptions in Madden to connect the franchise, and that does happen a lot. Yeah, it's easier in Madden. <laughs> it's easier in Madden. I, I definitely would say that Winston, I feel like, is a scary threat when you play him. As much as he throws hard. picks, he can throw Dude, the he ball. He led the league in yards passing. But something last about year. Dalton, I just think Dalton has a lot left in the tank. I think that he could be a good pocket passer quarterback. Yeah. yeah no, I. I I take a risk on both of them. Anything, like, what are the Patriots have to lose? They're gonna lose games. Big deal. Fuck it. I'd still take. I would still take it. You, it's fine. I, I, I'd still take a risk on Cam. I think Cam has the biggest chip on his shoulder right now out of everybody. Yeah, but the whole thing is gonna come down to money, man. New England, they're in a hole. The thing though with Cam, though, I think you can move some people. I don't think Cam even would want that much money right now. I think he wants a chance. He's gonna want at least twenty million, dude. I don't know, will he? I don't think Cam's gonna take twenty million. You gotta think, man. This guy just got pushed out by his hometown team. He's gonna. He know. wants to play. He yeah. wants to show who he wants to beat. Well, I do keep hearing too that 
the Patriots might just tank to get Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. I think I think that's a great idea. Oh God, could you imagine Belichick and Lawrence? I, I like I like Lawrence a lot. I still want Jalen Hurts. While we're talking about quarterbacks here, we were talking about Rodgers. The biggest debate right now is that there's a lot of rumors that have the Packers picking love and possibly replace, replacing Aaron Rodgers in a couple they of years. Have the Packers, and I heard, I heard the Saints going, looking at love, I too. too. I and heard New England's looking at love, too. I'm not that impressed with love. I mean, he had that one good year, but his last year wasn't that good. I think he had like seven interceptions or more than that. I think actually I think it was a lot more than Josh that. Allen but um, Josh my Allen. thing with uh, – I had a note here. Um, he would sit for three years. Aaron Rodgers has at least three years left of his contract, like a lot of money. It wouldn't even be worth trade. It'd be dead money if they Does would he trade him. Sit for three years, though? All these kids coming out of college nowadays have demands. And that's what the big debate, too, is. If you take a first-round pick quarterback, why would you sit him for three years? You, you, you sit a second- or third-round quarterback for three years, not a first-round quarterback. Wasn't Rodgers a first-round? Or no, he was... But he, he sat for three years. That's what they're comparing to. Yeah, yeah, I was Aaron Rodgers yeah. sat for like three years. Yeah, he sat by far, yeah. yeah. So his last season at Utah State, they went 7-6, and he had 20 touchdown passes but 17 interceptions. Oof. But he has That's apparently a showed a lot of future, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Potential. 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 I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, Thank you. They say he has good pocket presence mm-hmm. and everything else. But you know what? I, I, I have a feeling Burrow is going to be a bust too. Well, he only had one good year in college. I never knew he got booted. Not booted, but he got beaten out at Ohio State. I did not know that. And, and name one quarterback over the last how many years that went number one that was good. Kyle Murray. It's too early. It's too early for that. Jamarcus Murray? Russell, bust. Who else? Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was good, though. Uh, Andrew Luck was Andrew good. Luck. Yeah, but injury-prone. How many seasons did he complete? Four. Right, yeah, but you can't say injury-prone when your offensive line sucks so bad. Did you see that video injury they prone. made of those hits he was taking? Sam Bradford, he was a bust. Yeah, yeah Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Yeah, I mean, Baker Mayfield. Would you season. would you call Baker Mayfield a bust? He's not good. Yeah. I said it. I said it. He wasn't going to be that good. This I'm, year. I'm not. Gonna, I'm still. A, I'm still a Baker fan. I think Baker's going to be a good quarterback. I think the second year with OBJ is going to be better. But I don't know. You, you know Cleveland's kicking themselves in the ass passing on Mahomes. You mean Chicago? No, Cleveland. You know Chicago is too, though, right? Yeah. They well, they, they, they are uh, Sam Darnold. The same. I like Darnold, though. I, I don't, the thing with Darnold, though, is like Darnold had like such high expectations coming into the draft and getting picked up by the Jets. I haven't seen him done squat but he, yet. But he was a rookie, and then he had that disease last year. Mono. He was not healthy coming back. There's no, no, no last year he was not healthy at all. Okay, and so like next year will be like his first, I think, breakout year. Because his first year into it, you can't expect much. Second year, he's dealing with that. Can't focus on football. I think his third year, you watch out. Sam Donald's going to be a, a good good breakout start this year. You know, I think somebody bust this year as far as free agents, Ryan Tannehill. I don't, I don't, I'm really curious to see. That big of a deal, though. No, but I'm curious to see how this plays out. He had, a, he had a good year last year. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. Another thing too is, why not sign Henry, but you sign Tannehill? You know what I mean? Here we go. Here, here's the since 2000, the number one picks overall. Courtney Brown, Cleveland Browns, 2000, true bust. Jamarcus Russell, Oakland Raiders, 2007, true bust. Uh, David Carr, Houston yeah, Texans, 2002, terrible. basically a bust. Sam Bradford, Rams, 2010, basically a bust. See, I call them travelers, team to team. Uh, in limbo, Giovanni, uh, Davion Clowney, 2014. And, you know, they're saying the reason people aren't signing him either is because once he gets his deal, he won't play 100%. Yeah. 
I believe it. They won't play hard. Jameis Winston, he's still yeah. in limbo as a bust. Uh, Eric Fisher, Kansas City Chiefs, oh, he's fine. Jared Goff, he's fine. Jared Goff's God. made a freaking Super Bowl, so. Okay, but he's close. If he had one more year like last year, he's going to be on that verge of bust later. Found, yeah. found real success elsewhere other than the team they were drafted. Michael Vick, 2001, the Falcons. Carson Palmer, 2003. Alex Smith, 2005. Those are good picks. Uh, they say pretty. Say, what about Stafford though? He's right here. He's right here. Uh, Matthew Stafford. They have him as pretty good. Uh, Detroit Lions, two thousand nine. Mario Williams, two thousand and six. Uh, too soon to tell. Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, and Kyler Murray. And then it says uh, bright flames are uh, Jake Long, Cam Newton, and Andrew Luck. Cam Newton though, like you can see his team with him and Goff. They and they say the best number one pick overall ever Wait, in they... the NFL in history of well since two thousand. Eli Manning. That's true. Two Super Bowls. <laughs> Wait, did they say Cam Newton wasn't good? No, he was good. I was saying he won an MVP and went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, Peyton went number one. No, Peyton didn't go one. And Eli. This is from 2000. Uh, I, I, I said the last like seven years of his career, their GM did him no favors. Yeah. They never re-upped that offensive line. They never had like a real good running back after Bradshaw and uh, Brandon Jacobs left. Jacobs was I tell you right now, if you put Eli Manning on a good team, he could still throw it. I I, I thought I thought uh, he yeah. was gonna still play. Honestly, I did not expect yeah. a retirement. He they they invested yeah. so much money in their defense that they couldn't even afford to fix their line. No, nah. man. Every time I saw them play Dallas like the last couple of years, I just I always knew we were gonna handle Eli Manning. Like it wasn't like much of a threat earlier when he was playing against Dallas, like oh eight oh nine ten. I knew he was gonna come in and do some damage, but I knew he was starting to burn out. I was thinking about Brian Hoyer today. Oh God! So I was I, I was watching. He's been around forever. I was watching. Um, so I was just watching random like games of last year, and he popped up for like you know he played I think four games last year when Brissett was injured or something. And I was watching him play. I think it was against the Steelers, and he was making these dime throws, and he was I think he threw four touchdown passes. So it got me thinking. I was like, Brian Hoyer, obviously not a good winning record. I think it was like sixteen and twenty three. But I wanted to know his personal stats because I was I was kind of younger when he was playing with the Browns and everything. I was looking up some of his stats, man, and he wasn't that bad of a quarterback. I mean, obviously he he doesn't have the record to back it up. But uh, I was like, I wonder if like if if Bill Belichick would ever like actually start him at the Patriots. Yeah, he had a few chances there. I mean, he could, yeah. Not much of a chance. I don't even know why I was thinking about him. Like, but I was just watching that clip on YouTube. I was like, man, like he actually looked pretty good. You know, it's going to be interesting what they do there because, like you, you said, they still have that, that guy they drafted. Uh, I think he's going to be the guy to start unless they go and they do get an, an Andy Dalton. If Dalton comes there, he's starting. Hoyer's yeah. going to be the backup or Hoyer's going to be gone again. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this either. Uh, man, uh, not Manuel Sanders. Brandon Marshall, he was on first take today. All right. And <laughs> I, I hope you heard. He was ripping Sean Payton. Yeah, I, I- I saw it on Instagram where he pretty much said that the Saints are done. Yeah, that, stupid. Uh, Dude, so what's his face? What's the Emmanuel Sanders like 50 years old? What's the like, one guy, uh, Stephen A. Smith? He was he was so mad. He was like, you need to watch your mouth, right? Because he's getting. they were talking about Tom Brady, and he was like, Tom Brady's going to win that division. And then Stephen A. was like, what about Drew Brees and the Saints? He goes, they're done. Their window's closed. Sean Payne uh, ruined that team. And then he was talking. Uh, the one guy was like, well, they got Emmanuel Sanders now to go Michael Thomas. And he was ripping Emmanuel Sanders. And I wish I was there because I could be like, bro, the only reason you're mad is because you got beat out by fifth strings. 
Like, you just aren't good anymore. How are you going to bring Emmanuel Sanders down to your level when Emmanuel Sanders had a great year last year? I want him to come to Dallas. Man. I wouldn't pay him that much, though. No. get that much, though. No, he, he took a friendly. He had other teams offering him some good money, but he wanted to come to New Orleans. His grandmother wanted to come to New Orleans. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, when uh, he was in Denver, he had that was it Achilles injury, kind of like the same one that uh, Baker Cruz had. Yeah. So I thought he was done after that. So I'm surprised he had the great year he had last year. I'm still, I'm still want to know who's going to sign Des. I'll take him. I don't know. Probably not. He he won't get picked up till after the draft. But the draft is loaded with receivers because like year, I'll so take him as a red zone threat. I think it's Dallas or nothing. Yeah. You know what? It's talking about contracts. The executive came out with the worst offseason deals, and the number one deal that was the worst deal of all Amari Cooper's deal with the Cowboys. Why was that a bad deal? Because of the $100 million, $20 million. My biggest thing is I don't think Amari proved to be a $100 million contract. He's yeah. not worth $20 million a year. No. I mean, you're putting him you're above. You're putting him with Michael Thomas. You're putting him above every, Michael Thomas. You're putting him above everyone except for Julio Jones. You you read it off the one time, I think, the one podcast. Julio Jones is $23 million or $22 million. Amari's 20 Michael Thomas is 19 or 18. Yeah, and that's that, that's when I was like, there's no way that Amari Cooper is better than a lot of the guys under. You listed a bunch and of more you guys. Look, you look at guys like Hopkins. Hopkins is only making like 14 or 15. Yeah, it's like, it's there's, like there's, wow. you overpaid him. I mean, you yeah. can say we don't like we. He's not on their level, but you can't deny the fact that he's a game changer for us. He is. Oh, he but absolutely he changed your offense. Absolutely, well, he's a game changer, but he's also he doesn't show up and play big games. Big, big moments. Yeah, he I didn't think, show up against the Eagles. I think Dallas did what they had to do to lock him in there. I think. He, he would have took that money. Well, they had an interesting thing, and not to jump around, but they had an interesting thing on, too, about redrafting the three quarterbacks, yeah. Dak, Wentz, and Goff. How would, you, how would you rate them? And everyone that took that poll rated Dak as the least because they said Wentz, he should have taken his team to the Super Bowl. He was an MVP caliber team. Last year, he took his team to the freaking playoffs with a crappy roster. Dak had so many opportunities last year to wrap up a playoff spot last year, and they couldn't do it. I like Wentz. So do I. I think Wentz is a good quarterback. I think uh, he, his thing is hell. Yeah, I think if Wentz didn't get injured so much, he's neck and neck with Dak, if not better. Just think, because, just because, be he, just because of what he's done with his team. I agree. Well, that's another thing that aggravates me is Dak, because since we're talking about him, and well, golf too. The, you the, said golf. Yeah, golf is up and down. You never know what you're going to get out of him. He's not. He's not. A report. A report. No, I, I think he got exposed. I don't know. So. A report came out about the Cowboys. They offered Dak five years, $35 million, 106 guarantee, which will make him the highest player in football history right now. Why isn't he taking right these deals? He wants a four-year deal. And that's oh the only thing gosh. that's holding up this whole contract is he wants four years instead of five because he wants to get a new deal under the new collective bargaining, and he's still young That's to a get lot it. of money. Just take it. It is. It is a lot of money. It's going to make him the highest-paid football player in football. See, this is where, like, I don't I, – I, you know, I don't, I'm not in his shoes – I don't know what he's speaking with his agent about, yeah, but as a fan's point of view, it's very accurate. As a fan's point of view, you're sitting back and thinking, bro, people would kill for that money. So what? You missed that new deadline by one year. The next year, you're still young. He's still, you only. Saying, well, you know what? He's probably much her cousin a lot. It's like it's just it's for, uh, her cousin's better than himself for like last six years and made almost two hundred million dollars. It's yeah, like, he played it right. Well, Dak yeah. didn't even sign his tenure yet. He he's not even on the franchise tag. He's refusing to sign it. I, I kid you not. If I was Dallas, you franchise tagged him, right? No, he didn't sign it. He's right now. He is a free, not a free agent. If but I he's was just Dallas, contract. And like you were offering this guy the most money, I would think about trading him. It would make me so mad as an you owner. Can't, you can't trade him. You can't trade him. He didn't sign anything. 
That if he, if he signs it, though, he I'm has saying. to sign the, the franchise tag in order for us to trade him. Because, like, that's frustrating. I mean, what the Cowboys can do with the 17th pick, they can pick up a quarterback. I mean, if somebody falls to him, like if a Herbert falls down that far, Why or not? a Tua falls down that far, you, you pick so. him up. I, think, I don't think I it's going to happen. I think you guys either draft a tight end first round or you draft a freaking amazing wide receiver. I think be a lot of I, I'm a firm believer in uh, sign a quarterback every four years. Yeah, why not? That way you can avoid all these big contracts. Especially if one goes down. Yeah. Because the way I mean, you, you think about it, Mahomes, I mean, well, Kansas City can't do anything right now. They only have $143 left on their cap. So well, if they sign Mahomes for $40 million, that's going to flip the market for everybody. Yeah, well, I've heard they've been planning, they've been moving money for a couple of years now, knowing that he was going to be a big superstar. They only have one hundred and forty three dollars left right now in the cap space. <laughs> That's crazy. But it's gonna it's gonna flip the market, you know. And, yeah. and it's it's getting to a point where it's like, man, this is freaking nuts. Well, because we, yeah, we, we talk about this all the time. How like every year it's more money, more money. And we talked about I forget who we had on. I we think just it was asked Colin Thompson. Though. Yeah, we said should it be like uh, the NBA where you have to perform to get paid, and I I like that. Well, remember, I asked, yeah. the last guy we had on, I asked him point blank, what's more important, your contract or winning a Super Bowl? And he said, basically, the Super Bowl is the highest goal everyone wants, but you're, you're in a business now, so you want to get your contracts. Yeah. And, and with the NFL, nothing. it's not like baseball. Well, he, that, was, you know, that was actually a really good podcast because he broke it down to us. He's like, listen, in these other sports, your money's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. In football, you're putting your family first because that money's not guaranteed. It's only, the, it's only the big so, stars that are so guaranteed. So you're trying to get as much money as you can. Yeah, I think uh, football has the uh, shortest uh, average career length for three years. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. When you think about it, what is it? Like 200 players get drafted every year? Seven-round draft? Yeah, over it's about two, over two hundred players get picked up every year. So it's it's like where are they all going? You know, yeah. the turnaround's not really that big in football. I mean, you don't see a lot of guys retiring every year. It just yeah, shows coming the guys that they pick up off the street, undrafted guys. Yeah, and that's why before we even came on, we were discussing about the XFL folding and everything out. They filed bankruptcy. Vince McMahon said that basically that they're done, and. You would think like the NFL would step up and buy, buy this it. so that they can have a farm system and they can make more money, you know, and it gives a it gives a place for these guys to go play. And it's about it's a, it's about time. Like, well, they should sign a petition or something. It's about time the NFL is a minor league system. But everyone's saying no one wants spring football. I mean, I, I would even watch if it. even if we don't watch it, it's it gives your scouts and your te- your owners to be like, okay, we have two cornerbacks that just went down to injury. Who do we got in the minors that can play? That's playing well. Who's leading with interceptions? Well, you look at all the years we had arena football. That was always after football ended. It was like in the summertime. You know, so I think if you get the names, and someone made a good point. What's going to take is it's going to take somebody getting a big contract down there. Someone, like a big name going down and playing down there and getting the ball rolling in order for it to sustain. Otherwise, you're getting these players off the street who are basically for for football players they're they're working for minimum wage. Yeah. I mean 50,000 to 100,000 a year. I thought the XFL was going great, you know, until It's everything. the revenue, man. They they lost they lost this. Those were the rules. I loved the rules, yeah. but but if the coronavirus wouldn't have came, who knows? It, it might have stayed up there. It might have not, yeah. But speaking of Vince McMahon, Noah, WrestleMania just happened, and it was like a two-day event with no fans in the stand. It was I got to watch the one match with it was really weird because it's almost like you're watching them practice because there's no fans. Yeah. And you hear them talking the whole time. 
And it's just, I would feel weird as as a wrestler to do that without fans. Yeah, but like I told you, like they could have just they could have just canceled it. You know, at least they kind of gave people something to. And now watch. they're now they're laying people off. A lot of people. Yeah. I heard Kurt Angle got the axe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he should have got the axe a long time ago. He's like hundred years old. <laughs> you saw Drake Maverick. That was one thing. Yeah, dude, that was sad. I was wanted to cry watching that video. <laughs> And then a lot of refs, dude, that have been there for a long time. Just the one guy I saw. But, like, yeah. he, he probably made the most because he was there the longest, they said. So it's the most money they're going to save. That's crazy, man. And then what we were talking about, Rudy, is you have the AEW, upcoming business. This could affect them very strongly. You know what I mean? I mean, they're competing yeah. against WWE just think about how many how many businesses this coronavirus is affecting. Yeah. Because well, I was thinking about all those wrestlers yesterday. It's not like, all right, they got released. Or they could go somewhere else. Everybody else is having the same problem and not making any money. So these people are pretty much screwed. Yeah, and when, if you got released in WWE, you were like, oh, man, I can go to AEW. A lot of people left WWE to go to AEW because they were like, this is going to take off. Well, how about that shit they made WWE essential in Florida after Linda McMahon, who works for Trump, their their whole group they I guess they gave Florida the state of Florida like 180 some million dollars or some crap like that and then all of a sudden WWE became essential and they were allowed to film again down there. Yeah, that, that's I was like that was that was really bad. <laughs> inside like movie stuff. Yeah, inside trading. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's it's it was just weird. I don't know my opinion to watch, but I'm happy that they did it. They did they got to do it in two days. You know, some big names. Undertaker looked good. It's only a match I really got to see, but I don't know. It's, it's going to come to the point where something something's going to have to kick off. I mean, football is getting ready to start with the draft, but after that, like, I don't care if it's NASCAR racing. I don't care what it is. Something, has, something. To, something has to get moving because, uh, man, people are going to go into a freaking tizzy soon. From what they were talking about, I guess they're – the next big one's going to be golf that's going to start. Yeah, June or July or something like that. Yeah, unfortunately, the one I'm waiting for is baseball. I don't, I don't care about anything else. I'm looking forward to the Yankees this season. This I year. thought this season should be the season. And I, I, kinda... I was okay with the delay so that Judge and everybody see, you know, the ones that were hurt other than Severino could get back and recover and start the season right. But I don't know. I was I was in, I was enjoying that plan too, you know. Teams playing Florida, teams playing Arizona. Yeah, but if it, do you look at that? I mean, you look at that. Look at the teams that play in Arizona. Yeah. That that's the Dodgers all day long over there. But They're still, gonna, it would the, be baseball. I wouldn't even care. Baseball, I wouldn't even care. Right. But the problem is, is like Mike Trout came out and said today, his wife's expecting a baby. He's gonna be quarantined in a hotel down there. So he's basically gonna go play a game, go sit in a hotel. Go play a game, go sit in a hotel. And if he goes home to have a see his, his first child be born, is he going to have to be quarantined two weeks in there? Or give his baby possibly the virus if he's carrying it. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be baseball. Yeah, that's going to be great. But the problem is, is you know, these guys are going to have to be tested every freaking week. Same thing with basketball. They were talking about that. Testing the guys every week and then letting them play. That's like our baseball team. We were supposed to play baseball this year, and they had a meeting. And said, you know, it's pushed back to at least mid-May, and if we do play before every game, you have to take your players' temperatures. Yeah, but the, like, we talked about this last night. 
just because you don't, you don't have a fever doesn't mean you're not carrying the disease. You're right. You could be carrying the disease up to five to six days, seven days, eight days before you show any signs of it. And just think of all the people you came in contact with. You're right. Yeah. And I was even listening to Michael K when he came up with that proposed idea. He said, essentially, you're going to have to be away from your family for four months. That maybe the young single guys could do that. But if the Yankees asked me to go announce games, I wouldn't do that unless yeah. I was able to take my family with me. I think as much as we all really want to make something happen, I think it's just we got to face reality. That's probably not going to happen this year, and I think it's, it's it's the right call, I think, just to keep everybody safe. Now, speaking of the Yankees, Rudy, I didn't ever see if you commented on Tyler's little thing about uh, Gary Sanchez. What was it? I didn't see it. I think it was like three, two or three podcasts ago where Ty said basically it's time to move on from Gary Sanchez. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't, I didn't hear that. I not we were talking about how MLB came out with ranking for catchers. Here we go. And mm-hmm. they ranked Gary Sanchez, I think, number three in the league. <laughs> and I was talking about how, yes, batting-wise, and they even say this in the description. They literally say in this description how he is terrible at fielding. I said, I would agree with that. He's terrible at blocking. Because okay. I don't. I think in the podcast you said, I don't care what Rudy says. <laughs> I, I went did. all in on Gary my, Sanchez. No, my thing, Rudy, before you give your side is, don't get me wrong, I love Gary Sanchez. I hope the best for him. But I'm tired of an Injury inconsistent prone. player. Like I want you to be good. Like the his Who's bat, better? his bat, he, he's getting better. Muto. His bat is good. Who's gonna be better? Is my question. Yeah, I, I don't know. But dude, like my thing is, JT as Real a catcher, Muto. you like, need to have good defense. And he his percentage of throwing people out and block balls has gone okay, completely he, in the opposite direction. He's got one of the best arms in the league. I know that. But when you're missing the balls, you can't throw the ball, can you? I think it's time to make him a DH or a first baseman. Who's in the catch, though, is my question. You draft got, you somebody got, you got or you Higgy, trade you got, for somebody. You got Kyle Higgisuki, whatever his name is, down there. I was going to say, they can't even find a backup for him, so yeah. I just supposed to find him starting. Like, I'm just well, saying, they just drafted a catcher last year. It's just it's just my thing is – You won't see that guy for, like, another five years, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. what sucks. Yeah. Like, I have such high expectations. For, like, I want him to be our good catcher. I, you've I seen mean, it. You've Gary seen Sanchez it. Gary has been with the Yankees since, since he was 16 years old. Yeah. What is he, 26 now? Something like that. That's what I'm saying. He's still young too. No, you I know, but you can't say he's still. We've well, seen we've seen flashes of good of it, good baseball with him. Is so if the much. if the Phillies Absolutely. if the Phillies don't extend JT, I would take him. I would take him. Okay, but like assuming they will, to just say like you don't want Gary Sanchez as the next. I would keep I would keep Gary as a problem, DH. But the problem is, is the amount of games he plays a season is going down. They he, literally he, ranked him he, as one of the not, worst defensive catchers in the league. When was the last time he played over a hundred games? You tell uh, when me. When was the last time anybody on our team played on Yeah, for real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, I, you can't depend on him. Uh, and like Judge, Judge is screwing himself. I think you can say the same for Judge. You can yeah, say the same for Giancarlo. He's got his money. Uh, Aaron Hicks, Severino. Oh, I, I said Aaron Hicks was a bad pickup. I, I didn't like that deal at all. And, and, especially and, in seven years, I didn't like that deal at all. I hate yeah. Aaron Hicks. And I'm not trying to bust on Sanchez. Like, when he shows signs of flashes, I'm like, yes, like, I want this. It's just you don't see it a lot. And, and let's face it. Judge is what twenty seven now. He still yeah. he still hasn't gotten a long term deal. He yeah. screwed himself out of a of a two hundred plus million dollar deal. I think I think even I think even with his injury, someone's going to give him a lot of money. He's not, he won't get it with the Yankees. That's I guarantee you that. He's twenty seven. You're you're getting towards the end of your career now. When you start getting up there, and if he leaves, I'll cry. Because well, for some reason, thirty plus is is old in uh, Major League Baseball. I, I like Judge, but I can see another Cano situation there. Yeah. Hey, don't forget the Yankees still have that uh, that kid they just signed, that seventeen year old kid. 
Dominican Republic. They call him the Martian. He's a monster, supposedly. And we still have Esteban Florio. And and believe it or not, I think Clint Frazier can turn around and be a I'm pretty I'm a big Frazier fan. Number one Frazier fan right here. He was, ha- right, he was having, a great, so he was having being, a great you're spring. You're being a hypocrite, Tyler. You're being a hypocrite, Tyler. You like Frazier? Why do you like Frazier? Because he sucks as an outfielder. Terrible. Thank you, Rudy. They talk about Sanchez. Let me okay. Now let me defend myself. What's easier to fix though, a catcher blocking or an outfielder catching fly balls? Catcher blocking. No, it's not. Let me let me let me defend myself. Let me defend myself. Let me defend myself here. Frazier, we've seen maybe what thirty games in the pros. Sanchez has been up for at least four years. Okay, but that's because when Frazier was up... 30 games? He played like half a season. No, he played like two months and they sat him down. And then he was on the bench the rest of the year. My thing with Frazier is you can see Frazier can hit and he has a can in the outfield. I think... Yeah, but Frazier... Frazier, Frazier, Now, now don't get get me wrong. If if we go two years years here with Frazier and he still can't catch a ball, I don't want him on the team. Frazier improved. He was having a hell of a spring. And everyone was saying this was his year to actually start in left field. Rudy, the only thing I have with Gary is every year Bleacher Report comes out with this thing. Oh, new workout. He's going to be good this year. Oh, he's working on this. He's going to be. I want him to be good. I want him to be our catcher. He just has to show it. He doesn't show it most of the time. Let's, let's face it. I mean, let, his, let, let's... his past balls did go down last year. So. Exactly. And to just take that stat and say he's not good, which I know you're not saying, but you kind of just said, is kind of ridiculous. Because unless you have that next guy who can take that position and do it well, where it's like Frazier, where we have Stan, Judge, you know, Hicks, and Gardner, where you can replace him. There's no one we can replace Sanchez with, so that's no. our guy. I, 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 no I, I, Mike Piazza was a terrible fucking catcher, and Mets <laughs> never replaced him. No, exactly. but yeah, but they turned him into a first baseman, didn't they? Yeah. I believe, I believe truly that Gary Sanchez could be the best catcher in the league. I want that. I just hope he can figure it out. That's all I'm saying. Because I mean, you got to forget. You, you forget who he's catching for too. You got uh, Tanaka, who throws ridiculous stuff. Chapman. Throws crazy stuff. Uh, Paxton is another one. Yeah, but who was our backup that we had? We just got rid of. Oh, no, 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 no. Romine. Yeah, he was a great defensive catcher. He never had pass balls. <laughs> Hickey. Well, that's, about, that's about it, though. Kyle, he's, he's a backup catcher for a reason. Exactly. Yo, Hickey, Hickey's good. Yeah, let's yeah but now he's, the, now, yes, he's, now, he's, now he's the starter for Detroit. Yeah, they replaced him with his brother, I think. Now his brother was an infielder. No, that would have been wrong, Listen, I'm not. I'm not. They're like a minor league team. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. We compare him. All to I gotta say is, if it's the bottom of the ninth and we're up by one run and the other team has bases loaded, I'm pulling my catcher. Okay. Okay. Then let me say this. <laughs> I'm sure he's not gonna let a pass ball go. <laughs> <laughs> if it's bottom of the ninth and you need one home run, who would you rather have, Romine or Gary Sanchez? Oh, obviously Gary Sanchez. That's no. what I literally have told. No. Come on. No. You could debate that. No, you don't need you a single debate. That's not debatable. It's not debatable. Nobody cared about Oscar Romine. First of all, if it's the end of the freaking season, he's probably not even playing because he's got a bone uh, blown back again or something. We're not playing the what if game. We're playing that he's playing. We just he's we there. are playing the what if. Now listen, is it home run? Is it home run or like a hit? If it's a home run, Gary Sanchez. If it's a hit, Romine's contact no, percentage is probably a little higher than Gary Sanchez. I'm, I'm pinch hitting him for Brett Gardner, <laughs> Mr. Clutch. <laughs> wow. That's my favorite Yankee right there. My favorite Yankee right there. I'm on your side. I right, how people tend to forget the only reason we won a game against the Red Sox last year in the playoffs was because of Gary Sanchez. Gary Nolan's price. Who doesn't own price, though? I don't know. Yankees always own price. Listen, at the end of the day, 
Like I said to you, I like Gary. I just need his defense to improve. That's all I want. I don't know Gary Sanchez. I can talk shit on him. He sucks. I just think you're holding him to a high. <laughs> Let's just say Sanchez was doing that on the Padres. Dude, you would probably be two in his horn. But it's because he plays for the Yankees. No, so let me ask you this. Level. You're the high school catcher, and you have six pass balls right there. You're getting, you're getting benched. Hey, let's face it. No, not if you have like 20 home runs. That's what I'm saying. If I get 20 home runs, who's going to replace me? Rudy, let, let's face it, honestly. What's the biggest problem with the Yankees? We have too many fucking... Guys, no, not, no, no. We have too many freaking power hitters and strike out a lot. That's that is true. I agree with yeah. that. I mean, yeah, the only ones that hit in the playoffs were Glaber uh, and uh, DJ, DJ LeMay. You, you give. I me, love him. You, I love that. You give me nine DJ LeMay, who's and I'll win easily a hundred games. Oh no, I agree with that. It's timely hitting. I mean, even Urshel uh, had that that one game. Too. Yeah, I like. like I, what, I like Glaber. Like good. I love Glaber. He's so young too. I'm a little iffy on him at shortstop, but I, I love Labor too. Yeah. All right, Rudy. I well, to have Lindor. We we have we appreciate you coming on this podcast and in these tough times. Uh, I appreciate you guys for having me, and it's nice to hear you guys' uh, voices again. Yeah, we hope. We hope. Well, you- other than you, I talk to them every day. <laughs> we, we hope. We hope you and your family stay safe. If you want to get whooped in the show, just let us know. Oh yeah, sure. I'd definitely love to beat you guys, and I hope you guys all stay safe as well. Yeah, keep those kids safe, man. Thank you, thank you. I'm trying it's harder, you know, going to work every day, but you know, try to make it home. Yeah, Good. yeah. You got to continue to do what you got to do. That's the only thing that stinks. And but um, yeah, hopefully it's all over soon, or we're back to some normalcy. We talk some actual sports. Yeah. Well, we're gonna start doing this regularly now, probably Tuesdays and Thursdays. So um, we'll probably be hitting you up to come on more. Because these, these, yeah, these little groups, like I said to Noah, if you, if you have more than two people doing it, it's a lot easier to get into a conversation because you get a lot of people's input. Where yeah, more opinions. If huh? it's Tyler and I going back and forth, it tends to get almost like it's, like I don't know, it's just different. But Kind of like, repetitive a little bit. Like groups like this, it, it makes it it makes it interesting yeah. and fun. Oh, Rudy, we hope uh, we hope you have a good day, and we hope everyone else enjoyed this podcast. Like Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have an interview Tuesday. Um, but we hope everyone stays safe, and Rudy, we hope you have a good night. Have a good night, fellas.